a story in the CBC that I'm thinking Air Canada really would rather you not know about. But uh, the, the headline is, uh, that's just wrong. Air Canada backtracks on compensation after passenger gives up a seat on an overcrowded flight. The passenger's name was Daniel Say. I believe that's how I pronounce his name. He um, was flying home, and I think it was during the Christmas season. And he noticed when he went to check in that um, something might be amiss. And a prompt on the screen asked whether he'd be willing to voluntarily give up his seat. And, uh, you know, he really didn't think much of it. And then he gets to the gate and he notices there's it's pandemonium. There are people sitting on the floor. He said, baby's crying. It was miserable. So he said he didn't have a pressing need to get home. So he approached the gate and the agent and volunteered to take a later flight. He said, I want to do something nice to help families get home that night. And uh, I thought maybe I should step up to do this. So the agent initially told him he'd get a $600 voucher in exchange for taking a later flight. He agreed. He boarded his rescheduled flight six hours later. And then uh, the gate agent turned her screen to show his file, pointing out on a note that said he would be compensated an $800 um, amount in his voucher. The next day, instead of that $800 voucher from Air Canada, he received an email offering him the 15% discount on a future flight. He thought, this is just wrong. And get this, this is the wrong person to do this with. He's a business lawyer and part-time professor at Humber College Business School where he teaches business law and marketing. And he said he's using this to teach his classes now, Um, you know, as a part of the lesson plan. He said, I basically give Air Canada an F. It is such a huge marketing fail. On the line with us right now, you've heard him before on the show, Gabor Lukash. He is an air passenger rights advocate. And Gabor, you're warning people never to voluntarily give up their seat. Why? Good afternoon. Um, there is a serious problem here with a number of airlines, not just Air Canada, but Air Canada is particularly bad with that respect, that they tell you something at the gate and then other agents don't honor that. They may have uh, even a code in the system. If you are lucky, they will have that kind of note in the system. But then when you later actually want to exercise whatever they promise, it may be a hotel or meal vouchers, they will just renege on that. Just today, I was receiving an email from Air Canada telling me about one of the passengers that I'm helping that the passenger will not be getting denied boarding compensation after 10 days earlier on January 18th, they agreed to pay him. So how can, how can they flip-flop on decisions? They just can in the sense that they face no consequences for lying. We are living currently in an era where airlines face zero consequences from the government regulator, the Canadian Transportation Agency, when they misbehave. We have a regulator which is uh, way too cozy with the airlines. And we're talking about the Canadian Transportation Agency? Yes. Just to give you one example, one of the decision makers, members of the Canadian Transportation Agency, is married to the Assistant Legal Counsel of IATA, the International Air Transport Association, of which Air Canada is a member. So uh, you're advising people never to step up and volunteer giving up their seat. Uh, wh- what uh, Do they tend to honor the vouchers and the, their agreements if you are not stepping up to volunteer your seat, or are you still kind of at the mercy of them changing their minds? If you're involuntary denied boarding, it is a bit harder for them to, to deny that you're owed compensation, although we have seen cases where uh, the airline claims that, 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 that 
the passenger was removed from the flight not because of denied boarding, but because of misconnection or lack of minimum connection time, which are all lies. Um, there is nothing in the terms and conditions which would allow Air Canada to remove you from a flight or change your flight unilaterally just on the basis that they think, guess, that you may not be able to make the minimum connection time. This is such a uh, public relations fail, though. You know, how do they, uh, you know, exist with the thought that no one is going to report them and it's not going to get out to the media and that the uh, clients of Air Canada might decide to choose another airline? Well, I think we need to start from the end. Uh, How many choices do you have in Canada? You don't have that much choice. You don't have sufficient competition. That's problem number one. Problem number two is that other airlines, especially WestJet lately, is getting worse, so uh, the choice is not that great. The uh, third aspect, I guess, is that notwithstanding all these scandals, airlines still get customers. Those kind of scandals tend to blow over until such time that the government steps up and starts issuing hefty fines, which will hit the airline's bottom line. I don't expect this to change. They are way too big animals, the airlines, for um, a few people deciding not to fly with them, making a big difference to the bottom line. But aren't we currently getting a new uh, bill of passenger rights, and, and will this not be addressed? And we're actually getting uh, government-proposed regulations that claw back on our rights and make things worse. They undermine passenger rights in Canada. They more than double how long passengers can be kept on a tarmac. They allow airlines to get away with bumping passengers and claiming a wealth of excuses without the passenger getting compensation. This, in this case, also, the passenger will get, have no remedy. And on top of that, when flights are canceled or delayed for reasons that the airline claims to be due to maintenance, the airline will have to pay no compensation. So, so we that are, what the government that's what the government's proposing. That's what the government claims to be the world's best system, huh. while in reality it's taking away the rights of Canadians. So what's the takeaway here? The takeaway here is twofold. A, that you need to stand your ground. And the second takeaway is that you need to act, you need to, sh- to speak up. That is also the reason that we are currently organizing an, an email writing campaign to tell the government that their proposed regulations are not right. There's a, still until February 20th to email uh, the government about those regulations, and we encourage everybody to protest the clawing back of our rights. Where do we find details on that? on our airpassengerrights.ca website. Um, With regard to this story about the passenger giving up a seat on an overcrowded flight voluntarily being offered $800 uh, voucher, which he hasn't seen yet from Air Canada, that they, you know, basically clawed back to, I think, uh, $300 you're advocating or or suggesting that people never voluntarily give up their seat, correct? Uh, eventually, he did get his, his full $800 after CBC Go Public uh, intervened. But I don't think that people should and do entrust a company that in order to be treated fairly by it, you need to have a lawyer and a journalist. Gabor, thank you so much. I appreciate your time as always. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for being here.